I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land and waters we record the Kata project upon. I would also like to acknowledge all my gurus, including my culture, my teachers and my mother, that have given me the knowledge that I have and continue to gain. Namaskaram and welcome back to the Kata project. Shurpanaka has had her nose and ears cut off by Prince Lakshmana after causing trouble and threatening to hurt Princess Sita. She tried to get her brothers Kara and Dushan to help her, but Prince Ram defeated their entire army of 14,000 soldiers all by himself. What a superhero! Today, who do you think we're going to meet? I think your guesses might be pretty spot on. Enjoy listening! Shurpanaka and the last soldier of Kara and Dushan's army, Akampana, ran back to Lanka where the fierce and mighty King Ravan lived in a grand palace. The palace of Lanka is described as one of the most beautiful in the entire world. Not only was it huge, but it was decorated with precious gems like rubies, sapphires, emeralds and diamonds. Outside, the palace was surrounded by the loveliest gardens. Each one had colourful flowers and lots of animals like peacocks, deers and rabbits. But Ravan himself was not a very nice king. He would take what he wanted without caring if it belonged to him or someone else. He thought that as king, anything and everything was his to have when he wanted it. When Shurpanaka and Akampana came to Ravan's palace in tears, Ravan became so angry. Shurpanaka explained that two men who were dressed like rishis but were as strong as soldiers lived in Panchavati with a beautiful woman. She went on and said, When I didn't get what I wanted, I attacked the girl. Oh! How beautiful she was, the most beautiful woman I have ever laid eyes on. None can match her beauty. She was the reason that I didn't get to marry the one I wanted. Oh, brother, oh, Ravan, if only she had been your wife, then I would be free to marry Ram. Akampana, the remaining Asura from Kara and Dushan's army, also told Ravan about Prince Ram. He is the mighty and brave son of King Dashrath. He defeated our army single-handedly. He didn't even get help from his brother Lakshman. He did it all to protect his wife Sita. My king, please do not attempt to fight Ram. He will definitely win. I have never seen such a warrior. But Ravan could not hear Kampana's warning. All he heard was his sister's description of Sita's beauty and this made Ravan have a very bad thought. He thought if there was such a beautiful woman, he must be married to her. She must live in this palace with him. Remember, if Ravan wanted something, he would do anything to get it. What a terrible way to think. 
So Ravan went to speak to Maricha. Do you remember Maricha? He was the son of Tataka who we met back in the Balakandam. Maricha was now in Lanka after being thrown into the ocean by Rama's arrows many, many years ago. Ravana came to Maricha now and said, Maricha, I have a plan to kidnap the beautiful Sita. I hear that she is protected by her husband Ram and his brother Lakshman. It is you who will help me carry out my plan. I cannot take Sita away if Ram is near her. You will need to turn yourself into a golden deer and make Ram follow you deep into the forest. In that time, I will kidnap Sita and bring her back with me to Lanka. When Maricha heard the name Ram, his whole body started shaking in fear. Ram? The mighty Ram that defeated my mother Tataka and my brother Subahu? The mighty Ram that defeated Kara and Dushan all by himself? Oh, Ravan, he said, oh, my king, this is a very bad idea. I know of Ram's power. Don't do this. You will surely be defeated. Hearing his reply, Ravan got very angry and said, Maricha, listen to your king or I myself will finish you. Poor Maricha. Even though he had done so many bad things in the past, he had kind of realized his mistakes and now was begging Ravan not to make the same mistake and challenge Ram. Maricha thought it was probably better to be defeated by the great Prince Ram than the terrible Asura Ravan. So Maricha agreed to the plan and he joined Ravan on his journey to Panchavati. You know, these days, when we want to fly and go on our holidays, we might take Singapore Airlines or Qantas or Air India even. But back in the days of Ram and Ravana, do you think they had airplanes? You might think they didn't, but did you know they actually had flying chariots? Ravan actually had a flying golden chariot called the Pushpaka Vimana. It was a spectacular way to fly. It was like his own private jet. It had comfortable chairs, plenty of space for his long legs, and he always had the window seat. And guess what? It didn't even need a pilot because it was magic. So Ravan, along with Maricha in his Pushpaka Vimana, flew from Lanka all the way up to Panchavati. When he arrived, he parked the chariot and Maricha and Ravan hid in the forest and watched the three go about their daily activities. That was when Ravan saw Sita and she was so much more beautiful than Shurpanaka had described. He was even more convinced that his silly plan was actually a good idea. In that moment, Maricha turned himself into a golden deer and walked out to Panchavati. Sita was by the Godavari River and was fetching some water when something sparkly caught her eye. She looked up and on the other side of the river 
was the most beautiful deer she had ever seen. It was no ordinary deer like the other ones that visited her every day. This one was golden. It was spectacular. Sita put down her pot and called the deer. The animal, who was actually Maricha, looked at Sita and came across the river to her and almost reached her, but then jumped away behind the bushes. Not wanting to go into the forest alone, she went back to Panchavati and called Ram. Ram, my dearest Ram, I saw the most beautiful animal. It was a golden deer and I must have it here with me. Please, can you go bring him to me? Ram thought for a minute and said, Hmm, a golden deer? How strange. I have never heard of such a thing. Sita, please remember that this forest is full of mysterious creatures. Many of them may be asuras in disguise. Let's just be happy with the deer that come to us now. Now when mum or dad tell you to just be happy with the toys that you have, but you've seen a new car or a new Barbie doll or some new building blocks that seem so much cooler, what do you do? Do you say, okay mummy, okay daddy, I'll be happy with what I have? Well, some of you might, which is very good. But some of you say, no, I don't like my old toys. They're boring. I want the new shiny toy and I want it now. You say that sometimes, don't you? Well, Sita said the same thing to Ram. I want that golden deer and I want it with me now. Please. Rama knew there was no convincing Sita and thought, well, if it isn't Asura in the forest, at least I will have the chance to finish him off. So he took his bow and arrows and was about to leave when he turned to Lakshman and said, Be careful, brother. Do not leave Sita alone. Be with her until I come back. And off Rama went behind the golden deer. Ram spotted the deer in the forest, shining and sparkling behind the trees. So he followed. Just as he got close, the animal would jump away. Ram picked up some grass and tried to bring the deer closer to feed it. But as he got closer and closer, the deer would jump away. Then finally, Ram quietly tiptoed up from behind and just as he caught hold of the deer, it vanished and disappeared. That was when Rama was sure that this was not an animal, but an asura in disguise, just as he had suspected. He pulled out his arrow and aimed it at the deer. Now, remember, Ram wasn't killing an animal, but he was defeating what he now knew was an asura causing trouble. He shot the arrow and it went and hit Maricha. As soon as the arrow hit him, Maricha turned back into his own self and in the final moment of his life, he called out, Lakshman, Sita, help me. And he said that in exactly Prince Ram's voice. To anyone listening, it would have sounded like Ram had been hurt. Back at Panchavati, 
Sita heard the cry that sounded like Ram and got very worried. Lakshman, Ram is hurt. Please go and help him. Now Lakshman knew nothing would happen to his brother. Sita Ma, my brother is the best warrior I know. He is fine. Please don't be scared. But Sita was scared and upset and in that fear she said words that she probably didn't mean. She said to Lakshman, You want Ram gone. You want him done so that you can be king. You want him gone so you can marry me. Oh, these words broke Lakshman's heart. He couldn't bear hearing them. Sita Ma, I see you like a mother. Please, don't say such things. I will go and find Ram. But please, do not leave this hut. Lakshman took out one of his own arrows and drew a big circle around their house and said, This line will keep you safe. If you stay inside it, nothing can hurt you. This line that he drew was called the Lakshman Reka. And after thinking that he had protected Sita as best as he could, Lakshman followed in his brother's steps into the forest. Ravan was watching all of this from the bushes and finally Sita was alone. What happened next? The next Katha will follow soon. Please do like and share the Katha project with family and friends. As we approach the summer holidays here in Australia, it's a great way for kids to have some quiet time and learn the stories from our Puranas. Namaskaram.